0: What's up, everyone? This is C Park, and you're now listening to Electronic Current.
1: It's Paper Skies, and you're listening to Electronic Current. Hey, it's Eamon, and you're listening to Electronic Current. Hey, this is Respawn,
0: and you're listening to Electronic Current. Yo, it's your boy Jor, and you're listening to Electronic Current. Current, current, current. current. What is going on? Noah from Electronic Current here with the newest edition of the Electronic Current guest mix. We have an absolute legend with us today. Joining us is London, Ontario's Tear Out Titan Clomp. He's been releasing music regularly since 2020 with support from industry legends like Murata, Cyclops, and Eusebio Flow. He's also played a wide variety of shows in the greater Toronto area as support for Muerte, Megalodon, and Versa. Jake, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here.
0: Of course, man. No, we're always going to have you on. Um, I've been loosely following your career since like probably late 2020 or so. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Um, All right. You have 25 unreleased songs right now, including a bunch of collaborations with Heathen Dubs. Um, what do you think the value of having such a deep catalog of unreleased tunes is? And which one are you itching to release the most?
1: Um, I think having like a big library of unreleased or just like at least some, some sort of library. It's just allowed me to like like create more long-term planning and stuff like that. It makes me feel a bit more like confident in my project to have like, I don't know like, different release plans for the future so I know what I'm doing and I'm not just, like, going through the motions. Um, I do have a couple of really, really cool, like, square four OG rhythm plates that I want to release, one called Danger Zone that's probably going to come out next. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Um, thinking about sending to, like, fuckshit records, DPMO in, like, a perfect world. Um, yeah, those are, like, the two main ones on my radar. Also, Bypass Audio has been killing mm-hmm. it recently as well. Um I- yeah. I find
0: DPMO has really sort of risen to the occasion with uh, the death of uh, audio and uh, black label.
1: Oh, for sure! Like, like and, they're, they're... and they, like, they just push so many different sounds. Like, they sign a lot of tarot, and they also sign a lot of like really, really cool rhythm stuff. Mm. Like, it was it was cool to see Jub on the on the DPMO compilation a couple couple releases back. I
0: love Jub i miss job is
1: so good (laughs)
0: um yeah no i I, it's it's interesting though because like they're like they are such like a recent label but they've already sort of managed to cement themselves at least for me as one that like when i look at something from them i'm expecting a certain level of quality and they haven't they haven't let me down at all in that
1: respect so absolutely even
0: if the tune's not for me which like i would say probably 60 percent of dubstep is not for me right now but yeah, that's uh, the, yeah. um yeah. but generally from them it's good like pop oh pop is
1: so good oh. His, Pope is so fun live oh my god yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: no it's it's fun in my in my bedroom just me yeah, and, like,
1: <laughs> yeah no happy. accurate yeah
0: i can only imagine how it is live um So how do you think uh, working with uh, sounds that stem from other musical genres, sometimes not even electronic, such as uh, like metal, uh, how do you think that keeps your sound fresh as a as a electronic producer?
1: I just think it's really important to like always like keep some sort of instrumental aspect to your music just because like, I don't know, it's it's it's. Much more refreshing, I find, than just like a bunch of like synthesized sounds thrown together mm-hmm. and stuff. It, ke- it keeps like a certain musicality to it. Not, not in any like disrespectful sense to other, other dubstep, but I just find when it has like actual instruments in it, it gives it like a more natural feel, which is something I really, really appreciate in music for sure. Um, yeah, and just like elements from metal and stuff like that, like like tempo changes and stuff like that have been getting really popular recently and they, they're a huge huge part of like hardcore and like beat down metal and stuff so it's mm-hmm. it's cool to bring it over to different styles of heavy music
0: um it's interesting because like when you when you ask a lot of like prominent electronic producers like within the scene like what kind of music they listen to uh almost none of them will say electronic they will almost always say something else um, and it's interesting to see how sort of like ideas from those will translate. Like you can hear a lot of like metal influences in Tynan's music. But I would even say like Tynan's music is very different from yours. And yours is like, like you have similar influences. You know what I mean? But it's like all about sort of like that interpretation. No?
1: Yeah. Um, and, and that's that's what I think is fun about like electronic music in general. It's like we're all doing the same thing, but you just get like... Wildly unique flavors from different people. Even if, even like you could pick three producers that listen to the same five metal bands and they would all make mm-hmm. something that sounds vastly different.
0: Yeah. And then both of you sound very different from Sullivan King.
1: Yeah. We, uh, we love Sullivan King.
0: Yeah. Woo. Woo. Uh, Anyways, so <laughs> um, I know you. I know um, from a, a show, a show that I played last summer uh, in Windsor. Um, I, we were, I was talking to you outside the show before about uh, I was going to play this um, Murata plate that I that I had. That legitimately legitimate Murata plate. Yes, you're very yes. excited about it. So I I know you to be someone who uh, pays attention to dub plates and, and plate culture. Um, what would you say right now is your number one most sought after plate?
1: Oh, there, there are a couple. Um, I wish that I got Infect's Patreon for Boundless, because every time I hear someone play it live, I'm nothing but jealous. I just, I wish that I had a copy of that. Um, there's also a really old one. Um, It's a song called Power Moves, and it's the Akios bootleg. It's, I think, like, five years old by now, but, like, it's just like a really crazy tarot tune back when Akios is making like super super heavy stuff all the time. Are are um, you
0: sure that one's by Akios?
1: Uh the bootleg is for sure. I know I know that the original is by someone else, but it's um yeah, it's it's an old Akios bootleg and it's got uh like a biggie sample on it for the drop line. Interesting. Yeah, I think
0: I've heard that one before. Um... It's
1: it's definitely a good one yeah they like a lot of tear out sets and stuff like that
0: ikeos is so just like interesting like the sonic range like like she's so oh, good. it's
1: unbelievable like their their techno music is like really really crazy mm-hmm. it's yeah no ikea Akio's was a big inspiration for sure
0: and then she just dropped that new one um the what's oh, the it's a flip of 16-bit boston cream um and it, it it's very much that kind of like hamdy style of 140 and it's like it's oh so excellent God. i'm so I'm i to play it out it's like it's it's so good
1: i don't think i've heard it yet to be honest you don't think
0: you've heard it no. oh my goodness no well, I'll, I'll, I'll play, play it, it right after this <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's insane it's like excellent insane um so what's your dream uh booking? Uh, festival-wise, or even just like lineup-wise, like who do you who do you see yourself uh, fitting alongside uh, in terms of a, a show?
1: I mean, like my dream booking, obviously, is every dubstep producer's dream, like a Lost Lands slot. That mm-hmm. would be that would be the yeah. pinnacle, no matter where. Even if it's in like, no, yeah. Um, in terms of like lineups and stuff, I've always wanted to play support for Murata. Like that would mm-hmm. be dope. Um. um Yeah, my dream booking. If I could build a lineup that I was also on, um, I think it would go Executioner, um, Midnight Tyrannosaurus.
0: Really? Interesting. Joe
1: B, yeah. Joe B, and probably Paper Skies.
0: Paper Skies? Yo. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The man. Friend of the show, Paper Skies. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Friend of everybody.
0: I. He's such a funny guy. I, like, he is. Every time I see him, he says something that, like, I, I, I will laugh about it for, like, five minutes. He's like, I don't know. He's got such a good sense of humor.
1: Yeah, he's a character for sure.
0: Um. So I've noticed you've been stepping it up recently on um sort of, like, the Instagram TikTok side of things. Um, Which I think, you know, in this modern uh industry landscape in terms of like promotional stuff is really important um how do you, how much do you think uh this is like translating into like you know plays and and even just like attendance at shows like this uh this kind of promotional stuff that you're doing
1: i mean like I think it's super important for everybody to be making some form of content because there's Mm -hmm. just, there's too many people, well, not too many, that's, that's the wrong word, but there's a lot of people making music nowadays. So you have to find some sort of way to set yourself apart or even just showcase yourself differently. And like, I think, I think it definitely translates like Gorilla T and Amorphic are great examples. Like I remember following Amorphic when he was at like just over 2000 followers at like the beginning of COVID. Mm -hmm. um and just the consistent short form content and same thing with gorilla t like he just got booked for lost lands um and i feel like it was like a year or two ago when it was just like bedroom dj reels and stuff like that and then Mm -hmm. they both built it into you know nationwide tours and stuff like that so you can't argue with it and like a lot of people say that like sometimes filming filming the content feels cringe or like mm-hmm. I don't know, you're not super motivated about it, but it's like you don't have to be super super motivated about it, but yeah. If if you want to be competitive and you want to see that growth, I think that the like short form content is like extremely extremely important.
0: Not for sure, I feel that um I I wonder though whether like like cuz if you're like really passionate about music and like you really just want to do the music and you have to push forth this this content um it can feel a little draining like i've seen i've seen a lot of other musicians kind of talk about that but i think it's also totally a different story if like that's something that you can also become passionate about is like the you know um like how do i differentiate myself like um and and we've and we've seen a lot of like producers sort of like rise through that like the ones that you mentioned and also like the big one that I think of is like Cyclops right like, absolutely like he was just like pushing like whether it was like Twitter threads on like EDM drama or yeah like his TikToks. Um, like it's you you could not escape that guy for a while and now yeah. like it just even just looking at like the average number of impressions he gets on posts um and like you know the quality of his bookings it's like it's like insane and it all stems from like you know just like taking more of an effort to connect with his audience
1: absolutely and I mean like going back to what you said about like a lot of people just wanting to be musicians and not wanting to do like that other portion of it Mm-hmm. that's totally fine as well. And I feel like that's when you could sort of like add people to your team for the mm-hmm. things that you don't want to do. Like it's this, I feel like it's a similar reason. Like when people get management, there's like other people out there who can do this job better. So I would rather them do it. Yeah. Which I feel like it's totally cool as well. Cause it doesn't have to be like yourself DJing on a camera. It can be anything. Mm-hmm. Like it could just be cool little animations to go along with your song that I'm sure you could find someone on Fiverr to do like something like that for. So like, it doesn't always have to be this super draining and like putting on a fake appearance. Like you can yeah. you can make it whatever you want it to be.
0: No, hundred percent. It's definitely you gotta like find your voice within that for sure. For I, think sure a lot of, yeah. I think a lot of people struggle with that. But we'll figure it out.
1: It's uh, yeah. yeah. It's it's a tough it's a tough battle for sure.
0: No, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, those are all the questions that I had. So I think there's uh, nothing left to do but uh, to get into it. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's do it.